This is Bruce Boudreaux, head coach of the Vancouver Canucks, and it's time for Clay's Canucks commentary live. Let's go with Clay right now. Hey, Canucks fans, welcome. Welcome to Clay's Canucks commentary live, presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I'm still learning how to do this. I was supposed to put some background music while I did that, so let's try that again. Hey Canucks fans, welcome to Clay's Canucks Commentary Live, brought to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Canuck Clay, Clay Emo. I'm the founder of the GLCPC, the Good Looking Canucks Positivity Club, and this is my Canucks take, all in one take. Subscribe now for daily Canucks insight that's positive, timely, and trustworthy. And you may have seen that I am actually the number one hockey podcast in Hong Kong, maybe by tomorrow I'm number two or number 200, but for one day, I was the number one hockey podcast in all of Hong Kong. Pretty cool, but admittedly, believe it or not, that was not the first time that I've been the number one hockey podcast in Hong Kong because Parker and I, Canucks After Dark, we were actually listed as the number one hockey podcast earlier this year in Hong Kong. So Hong Kong must love a bit of Canuck clay and I appreciate, uh, appreciate everyone that is listening all the way over there. Right away, shout out to my members. Thank you. Shout out to my moderators. Thank you. And thank you to all of you, no matter where you're watching from, whether you're in my beautiful neighborhood of Steveston in Richmond, in the city, in the lower mainland, in the province, in the country, on the continent, or around the world. Thank you for being here. You know I do not take you for granted. I know that you could be watching, doing anything else right now. And the fact that you are here, it does mean a lot to me. So if you're watching right now on YouTube, let's like the video. There's only a few likes. Like the video. Like the fact that we've had a good start to this year already When in terms of podcasts. I mean, in terms of the show and, and in terms of the podcast as well. And if you're listening on the podcast side, make sure that you uh, give this podcast a review give it um, a rating of some sort and we can keep going from there. All of that type of engagement helps the channel a lot. It helps the YouTube channel and helps the podcast channel as well. Okay. Today, oh, there's okay. There's my first okay. Elias Peterson and Quinn Hughes are in town. They both arrived yesterday and thus they were both on the ice today. And... A couple things about that. Number one, on Quinn Hughes, they, so they played a scrimmage today. Quinn Hughes played on the right side. Yes, Quinn Hughes played on the right side today. OEL played on the left. And we saw some highlights, courtesy of guys like Chris Faber of Canucks Army that were there, Canucks Conversation. And they, uh, yeah, uh, so Quinn Hughes worked out. He, he was playing on the right side. And he looked fine. Again, it was just a first scrimmage, and it was against guys that from his own team, and they're not trying to hurt each other or smoke each other. But that was kind of cool. And if that's any indication of what might happen this season, then I'm all for it. You guys know I've been talking about either one or the other of Quinn Hughes or Oliver ekman Larson needs to play on the right side because by doing that, now you don't have your two best defensemen, number one and number two on the left. You can load up that top pairing and it's funny, wherever you put Quinn Hughes or Oyel, you keep them on the left, now your right side is really weak. You move one of them to the right, 
Now your left side is a little bit weaker, but I would be fine with some sort of formation of OEL and Hughes on the top pairing, then Dermot and Myers on the second pairing, and both those guys were actually not at, at practice today, and then maybe Rathbone and Shen as your third pairing. And that's what I would do, and then Pullman would kind of be your, your seventh guy. That's the way that's the way I would run it. I think today, actually, um, Burroughs played with Pullman. I'm not sure who played with Shen, because Rathbone... Um, did Pullman play with Shen? No, that doesn't make sense, because those are both right-handed guys. I'm missing someone, but someone wasn't... Um, I, I thought that it was Dermot and Myers that weren't in town yet. So that, that could be actually a second pairing as well. So Quinn Hughes was on the ice, but as I want to talk about, so was Elias Pettersson. He looks a bit bigger. We saw the pictures of him in his buzz cut, saw the pictures um, of him working out over the summer, and he looked fine. Oh, thank you. Pullman was paired with Shannon. Thank you, Victor. That is uh, Victor saving me there. Yeah, that's, that's kind of confusing because then Pullman is a right side guy and Shen is a right side guy as well. So I guess Rathbone wasn't paired with either of those two guys and Dermot's not here yet. So that's kind of interesting to me. But again, um, only the first inter-squad scrimmage of the, of the, it's not even an official training camp yet. It's unofficial practices, so to speak. Uh, really wanna, I, I appreciate everyone that's here, but anytime a, a fellow content creator is here, I, I'm very grateful. So let's give some love to Lego Rocks. Gio is a, you guys know, he's, he's, he's got a massive channel. He covers the Canucks, the Red Wings, the Montreal Canadiens, and every other hockey team as well. So Gio, great to see you. By the way, I was, I was going through, because I watch your videos, I was going through some videos on your channel, and there's one guy, I can't remember his name, but there's one guy who likes to, uh, likes to really troll, not just you, but me as well, because I think, I think you did a video about a JT Miller trade rumor, one more, and you even, you kind of sarcastically saying, this is the last time I'm ever, I'm ever going to talk about a JT Miller trade rumor, but you made very good points about the fact that others have speculated that they signed him and he's got no trade protection in this upcoming season. So the Canucks could actually still flip JT Miller. Unlikely, but you laid all this out. And then there was a guy in the comments who actually said, um, I don't know who's a worse content creator, you or Canucks Clay. Well, firstly, you didn't get my name right. And secondly, um, I was actually going to respond, how dare you insult Gio like that? But I, I, I held back because then that would look kind of too passive aggressive. But yes, it was something that I saw on one of your on one of your videos. So I'm not sure if, you, if you're still here to Gio, if you heard any of that. But yes, it was pretty, it was pretty funny and it made me want to reply as well. So thanks for being here, Gio. Thanks to everyone that, that are here right now. Yeah, shame on him. Exactly, Chris. Thank you for sticking with me. Shame on him indeed. Look at that. Chris, shame, shame. And yes, Sidhu Canucks After Dark is indeed tomorrow night. Parker was uh, at, in Seattle last night. I had my bowling tonight. And then we'll do Canucks After Dark tomorrow right before my show. And yes, Lego Rocks. You flatter me too much. No, it's true. You're, you're, you're a legend. Kind of best to leave the hitter comments be. Yes, I'm learning that as well. My channel is only one quarter of the size of yours, so I think I only get one. No, I think I get more. Proportionately, it doesn't work. I think I get way more than one quarter of the, the troll comments that you do. Okay, let me talk about 
Um, let me talk about Elias Pettersson. Then I'll talk about bowling. Um, yes, I know you guys want to see my shirt, but I'll save that for, for five more minutes. So let me talk about PD. Then I'll talk about my bowling night. And then I will get to your questions. And actually, just before I do that, Victor um, from Faber's tweet, which I did see. Yes, Oyo with Hughes. Pullman with Shen. Burles with Wu. Scheinman with Keeper and Rathbone with Juleson, which is kind of interesting. And then we don't worry too much about the about the forward lines. Okay. What are, oh, there's number two. Okay. I gotta stop that. Elias Pettersson spoke to the media for eight minutes. That's what the Canucks posted. A really, really telling media availability. I thought PD came across as really confident and and but very in a good mood, relaxed. Relaxed. He was even joking around, trying to find the right words and phrases in English because he says he hasn't spoken English all summer. He said he had a good summer, didn't travel too much, concentrated on getting faster, getting stronger. Talked about how happy he was that JT Miller... Of course, all the players are happy that JT Miller is coming back. They don't worry about contracts or money, salary cap like that. But the biggest thing that I got from PD's media availability was how humble he was and how honest he was. Basically said he, he was not good at the start of the season. We knew that, but it was nice that he acknowledged that. And then he was so good in the second half of the season, he, in essence, said that there were two different me's. Not me, Clay Emo, but me, Elias Patterson. Remember, I was pretending that I was him talking. So he said it was I had, there was two different me's last season. And he talked about he didn't want to make an excuse about coming into training camp late. He didn't want to make an excuse about his wrist. And he was given every opportunity to make an excuse. He flat out said he simply was not playing with enough confidence. He was trying to be who others kind of wanted him to be. And then once he started playing like he thought he should be, then everything turned around for him. And, and not coincidentally, probably after Bruce Rujo worked with him a little bit as well. So it was really refreshing to hear PD talk like that. He was confident. He was calm. He was jovial. Such a difference from when he first came here and remember when he first came here so many expectations probably didn't know english that well all those type of things and he almost came like he he had a chip on his shoulder a little bit and you kind of want your best players to have a bit of a chip on their shoulder you want them to do well but i i thought he came across really well so if you haven't watched that video yet of the of pd and his media scrum today i thought i thought he handled himself very very well he was also joking too he said uh, when he was talking about his his mental well-being and refreshing over the summer. Someone asked him, did you work with anyone like a mental health coach? And then PD said something like, well, I don't want this to become a headline. Oh, uh, PD got help from a mental health coach and he's all good. And that's not to, um, you know, to dispel or dismay or, or to uh, belittle anyone who has mental health issues. But he was making the point, no, let's not make this a big deal. Let's not make this a headline. I just got my rest and, and we went from there. <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking at some of these comments. Um, yeah, some some really good comments and questions, but I probably should keep on uh, keep on going be, or before I start to get distracted. But some really funny stuff there uh, for sure. I, I do like this one. Be presto. Imagine two different clays. Be presto. I don't think the world would be ready for two different clays. There'd be just too much good lookingness all around. Chris says I felt he was confident, but I also thought he really turned it on himself to say he wasn't the best and how he wants to be better. Yes, and similar, Will said PD's biggest critic is himself. Okay, I bet. Oh, there's my third okay. Oh, 
if you're here with me yesterday, I talked about how I want to take that out of my vocabulary. It's such a bad transition, bad, bad uh, word whisker for sure. What I also want to say is what a difference it makes that PD and Hughes are here for the a week before training camp as opposed to missing training camp then coming in during the preseason because they are they had new contracts. So I think it's going to make a big difference, a full training camp and preseason for PD, for Hughes, a full training camp with Bruce Boudreaux and simply not starting from behind the eight ball. By the way, one thing I would love to hear you uh, talk about in the chat, and remember, hold your questions until I'm done because I won't go back and, and read questions from... Uh, I need to be able to... Your cue for questions, basically, as I learn and I get a good flow, your your cue for questions is when I talk about the sponsors, How I'm always going to talk about the sponsors halfway through, which is going to be in a couple minutes. When I talk about the sponsors, that's your cue to get your questions in. So let me talk about the bowl. Actually, I, I wanted to ask you, do you like it better than media scrums now that Brendan Batchelor and and... Chris Faber and Jeff Patterson and all those guys are in the room now. It kind of feels a bit more normal, right? I, I think I think it's good. I think it's a good thing. And I'm sure the players like it better. I'm, I know the reporters like it better. So let me know what your, your, your thoughts about that in the comments. And let's talk about bowling. So here's my shirt. I'll show it to you. Give me a sec. So it says JR Pro Shop. That is the, that's the pro shop that... Obviously, Sean and Jake are part of it. And I'll show you the back. I think the back's really cool. So I'm not sure if you can see it. Were you guys able to see that? Yeah, it has my name, Clay Emo, on the back. So that is my bowling shirt. Let me know if you like it. Like this video if you like my bowling shirt. We only have 11 likes in here, 70 people in here. We should get those likes up. So there is my bowling shirt just for all of you. And I won't... Um, I won't bore you with how this league works, but really quickly, we have a team of three. I'm the leadoff because I'm the worst of our three. So I play against the the other leadoff. Then our two middle guys play. Then our anchors play. So I beat my I, me against the other leadoff named Mel. We each won two games, but I won total. So I actually beat him um, for the night. So I got six points out of the ten because each each um, each game is worth two points. So there's only four games, so there's eight points up for grabs. And then whoever wins total pinfall gets the extra two points. So I beat him in game one. He beat me in game two. He beat me in game three. And then going into game four, I was 18 pins behind him. And then I shot a 206. He only shot a 150. So I pummeled him in the fourth game, Beat him by about 35 pins, so therefore I won 6 out of our 10 points. Our middle guy won 7 out of 10 points, so that's 13. Our anchor only won 2 points, though, out of 10, so now it's 15 because the other anchor is really good. So we got 15 out of the 30 individual points, exactly half. And then each game is worth total pinfall. All three of us is worth 4 points. We won 2 of those 4 games, so that's another 8. That's 23 points. And then total pinfall overall for all three guys for all four games is worth a final four points and they beat us on that because they had a huge game. So they beat us 27 to 23, basically a 50-50 split. I contributed, I won six out of 10 points for our team and I bowled a 206 today. So I was very happy about that. Now, here's your cue because I'm gonna thank the sponsors. First and foremost, I wanna once again thank Van City Experts. 
Jason Lim and his team. Contact them for all of your real estate needs. They are indeed my lead sponsor and will be for this entire season. I want to give a shout out to Perform and Transform Personal Training and Weight Loss. You can sign up now for a free seven-day trial. Use the link that you see scrolling across your screen, performandtransform.ca slash Clay. And Coach Patrick will then reach out back to you. I want to thank Gassy Jack Art, maker of the fine artwork, Monkey Nine Brewing, my eternal sponsor, and Vessi Shoes for my deal with them as well. Now, I almost said okay, but I actually refrained. Now let's get to your questions, and I will get to as much of them as I can tonight. Usually, if for those of you that follow me on Instagram and Facebook, or you just know that usually... 11 o'clock on Tuesday nights, I go to my church. I have a prayer hour there. So now because of the stream and this podcast, I bumped that to midnight. So I will finish between 11.30, 11.35, then upload the podcast, try and stay number one in Hong Kong, and then I'll make my way to the church. Did I hit him with a booyah? Oh, Steve, next time next time I get a strike, I should just look at him and go, booyah, and then, and then show off the shirt. Okay. I will do that next time. That okay was okay because I was affirming something. It wasn't a transition. Yes, I will hit all my opponents with a booyah. Fangirl, hi Clay. Do you think Bester will have a bounce back season? If so, do you think he gets back to his rookie season points production? I do think he's going to have a bounce back season. A wonderful article by Michael Russo, Minnesota-based writer, about Besser and his love for his dad, his relationship, and how he's ready to turn the page and not forget about his dad, but come in with that relief, that burden lifted off his shoulders. I'm expecting big things from Besser. I will take 30 goals and 65 points from Besser for sure. Sebastian, Clay, please describe your best case scenario Canucks season and your worst case scenario Canucks season. Best case scenario, Stanley Cup champion. Realistic best case scenario, um, whether they win the division or win two playoff rounds, to be in the final four in the playoffs. Worst case scenario, they miss the playoffs. They're worried about their salary cap and they don't re- bring Bruce Boudreaux back. That would be the worst case scenario. Sean says, will you grow a playoff bear this year if the Canucks make the playoffs? Well, if I was going to do that, Sean, I better start now because it's going to take me about eight months to do so. No, I don't do a playoff beard. I just have this goofy little thing under my bottom lip. Carol, hi, Clay. Do you think that our favorite player, Mr. Captain, is going to get a lot of points this year? And if so, how many do you think? Horvat, I kind of talked about him a lot yesterday. He's always the 60 to 65 points. So I'm going to go 65 points for Bo this season. Chris says, Clay, thoughts on the Lions and what may happen this Friday? Follow up, what do you expect from Vernon Adams Jr.? He can't be any worse than Pipkin. So I I don't even know who they're playing this Friday, Chris, but they, they got to shake off this two-game losing streak and I think they're going to come out hungry. Robbie, who are the 10 teams at the top of your list to see in a season play of the Canucks. Calgary, Edmonton, Colorado, Tampa, Winnipeg, Montreal, Toronto, Rangers, Boston, Florida. Off the top of my head, those are the 10 teams I would love to see, but I don't see them all every year. Lucas, will you be following the Abbotsford side in addition to the big league club in Vancouver? Yes, Lucas, I don't know how much that's going to seep into these live streams, but I will definitely, I will definitely stay on top of how they are doing this season Chris also do you think Huglander can find himself a spot in the lineup yes but I think he's basically starting from the fourth line and has got to work his way up earn Bruce Boudreaux's trust Lego says who gets 30 goals first and how many games does it take Bo, JT, PD or Brock great question I actually think it's going to be PD and it 
And I think it's he'll hit it between the 75 and 80 game mark. I expect a 30-goal season from Pedersen. Um, so I'll say 30 goals in 75 games. Uh, maybe a bit sooner than that because I do think Brock can hit 30 as well. I think Bo will hit 30. Oh, gosh. Now that I think about it. No, I, I'm going to stick with Petey. All four of those guys could hit 30. Let's go Petey in 70 games then. Am I being too... Uh, What's it called? Too conservative. Harry, if the Canucks make the playoffs, I hope that they not just win one round, but at least win two, get out of the division. Hi, T. When the Canucks win the Cup, will there be a stat day every year to celebrate? I don't know if it's the same um, seriousness as some other stats that we have, but um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of celebration in the city, and the city will find a way to commemorate the win. Lucas, did you hear the announcement of the Fraser Valley Bandits basketball team changed name to Vancouver Bandits? And so I didn't know they sold to local ownership, but I did see the announcement today. So that's what it's about. Thank you. Yes, Lego is in the chat. Clay, how much would you bet that Podkolzin hits 20 goals this year? Also, I met Mikheyev at my job. That's awesome, Sebastian. Are you going to divulge what your job is? What was Mikheyev like? And would I bet that Podkolzin hits 20? No, but I think he'll get between 15 and 20. Season tickets are virtual, right? No actual tickets. That is correct. They are all digital. Sidhu, I think you know the answer to this one. PD will fi probably find a spot in the lineup. But I, I think he's going to be the second center behind Miller to start off. Edmund, JT Miller more realistically lead the team in scoring or getting 30 goals first? Uh, I actually, I'm going to vlog about this tomorrow. I think PD is going to lead the team in scoring this year. It could be Miller for sure. But I have a sneaky feeling it's going to be PD this year. Carol, do you think that you can come to Penticton and see the Young Guns play? I'm trying to go to a game. Maybe we can meet each other. Carol, I would love to go to Penticton, but it's not going to work for me because I'm actually going to be in the States this weekend going, I think I mentioned this, going to a concert with Gail. We're going to spend the weekend in the States. So I will not be able to make it up to Penticton for the for the Young Stars Classic. Uh, Sadhu, I did get your joke. If the joke was simply, do I think PD is going to be in the lineup unless there's a hidden, uh, another inside joke there, and then 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 that would be right. Then I didn't get it somehow. Lucas, Langley's going to be busy. Pro soccer, summer lacrosse, junior hockey, and summer basketball. Nice. Nice. Hi, T. Elias is not ready to play D this year. Is that the rumor? Is that the rumor? Edmund, what's the prediction? I think you said Thorat. I think you meant... Oh, I get it. Okay. Uh, Horvat extension gets done before preseason or after preseason. I think it will get done. I, I simply think that this management team will not want it running through the season. Taylor, Clay, what do you project for points in the new guys of Ilya, Andre, and Curtis? Lazar will get about 20 points. 15 to 20 points. Kuzmenko, I think he's going to get about 50 and Mikhail, maybe maybe about the same. Oh, Sadu, you're talking about the defense of Pedersen. I think he's still two years away. Sorry, I'm so slow. Chris, Clay, can you give us your predictions on Mikhail and Kuzmenko point totals for the season, goals and assists? Yeah, you asked that, I guess, at the exact same time the other person did. I have to think about this, but I think Kuzmenko's going to get more, more top opportunities. So maybe for Kuzmenko, I'll go, I'll go twenty and thirty for fifty, and Mikheyev, even though he had a lot, I'll go, oh gosh, twenty and twenty-five for forty-five. 
Yeah, 50 for Mikheyev and 40. Sorry, 50 for Kuzmenko and 45 for Mikheyev. But I haven't really thought about that. Don't don't uh, don't treat those as gospel. Thank you. Do you think Miller will have a better season than expected in response to the new contract, new baby? Depends what your expectations are for Miller. I don't think he's going to get 99 points, but I think he's going to get 80 to 85 points, and I think that'll be just fine. Sebastian works at a hotel restaurant. He was with a pretty Russian lady, had pasta, cheesecake for dessert. Well, this is a good breakdown. He seemed nice. I shook his hand and told him welcome to the city, and the score many goes. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, Sebastian. Yes, Coach Rob, I figured I'm a little slow. Uh, yes, hi, T.I. I'm aware that the Canucks drafted another, another Elias Pettersson. Thank you. <laughs> Lucas, did you ever own a Nintendo 64? I don't think I owned a Nintendo 64. I just saw GoldenEye 007 is getting a much overdue port to modern hardware. Nice. No, I had an Atari, then a Sega Genesis, and then a Wii. An Xbox 360 and a Sony PlayStation 4. I don't think there's a Nintendo 64 in there. Okay, friends, keep the questions coming. We're doing well. I've caught up. So we have another five minutes to go. So let me know what else is on your mind. What else is on your mind? Fangirl says, favorite part of playing NHL video games. You guys know I'm not very good. That's why it's almost a comedy show anytime I try and play. Sean is way better than, than Jacob and I are always battling for number two. But I do I, I do like it when to see the likeness of the players. I, I do like a lot of the gameplay. But really, it's just it's a chance to spend some quality time. So it's less about what's happening in the actual game and more about spending the quality time with the boys, I think. Taylor, Clay, have you watched Cobra Kai? No, I have not, Taylor. Am I missing anything? Shannon, do you think the Canucks will make more changes? And if so, who would it be? Or do you think they'll wait until into the season? Good question, Shannon. I think they're they're pretty much ready to go with this team into the preseason. So I would not expect any changes. Uh, maybe a PTO, but I, I'm, I wouldn't count on it. Sebastian says, does Martin win 15 the season? I've said that. Demko should start between 55 and 60. Even if it's 55, Martin should start the other 27. And he should win 10 or 15 uh, of those games for sure. For sure. If he does play 27 games, I think Martin can win 15. But he might not have to. Uh, if you want Demko to win between 30 and 35, and Martin win be between 10 and 15. Joshua, what's your high score in Wii Bowling? Mine is 250. 256 is really good, Joshua. I have bowled a perfect game in Wii Bowling. Not in real life like my son Jacob, but I have bowled a perfect game of 300 in Wii Bowling. Korea and Suzuki as captains. Yes, we talked about that yesterday. That is a pretty cool thing. Lucas, has the Emo family upgraded to the new PS5 or Xbox series? No, we are still with our PS4. We simply don't play it a lot. Although Sean and Jacob have been playing this game that where they run around and they play against all these people and they have to keep making it to the next round and they're running and jumping over ramps. Uh, do you guys know what game I'm talking about? That's what they've been playing a little bit. What venue hosts indoor concerts in Vancouver? Lots. Uh, Rogers Arena, BC Place, When the Roof is On, The Orpheum, Queen Elizabeth Theater. So there's a lot of places for, for concerts, but the bigger ones for sure, Rogers Arena and BC Place. Favorite thing to do with my daughter, Kayla? Eat sushi chat spend time with her exercise play some volleyball things like that steve says cobra kai is awesome i'll take your word for it jd should the canucks try and get pk suban for cheap i don't think so i don't 
I think that, uh, I, I, to me, he's not the solution. I liked him when he was in his prime, but to me, he's not the solution right now. Miyazo Katz, 20 goal scores season in a seven. Uh, sorry, the most 20 goal scores the Canucks have had in a season of seven. Do you think they can match or beat that? In theory, you could say that Horvat, Besser, Miller, Pedersen, Garland, Kuzmenko should all get 20. And then you only need one of Mikheyev or Pearson to also get... Uh, I'm missing someone. Miller, P.D. Horvat, Besser, Garland, Kuzmenko. That's six. Then you need one of Pearson, Podkolzin, or Mikheyev to get seven. I think it's possible. Lego, I know you're not a betting man. Oh, sometimes. But if you had to put money down, who's got the Calder next year? Power Wright, Slavkovsky, Perfetti, or someone else? Ooh. That's a, that's a really good one. I might go own power, actually. I might go own power. Lego Rocks, let me know what you think. That's a good one. King RJ, our defense is really bad. Do you think Alvino will make a proper move to better RD? King RJ, I don't think so. I think the move will be internal, and that's having Hughes and OEL play on the top line, top pairing together. And in essence, you're you're getting a, a playing one on their offside. I think that's what they're going to do, actually. Carol, thoughts on the DeKaiser PTO? Sorry, not Carol, Chris. Thoughts on the DeKaiser PTO? Do you think it might be a one-off? Uh, a one-off in that I don't think he's going to make the team. I did a video about it. I simply don't think uh, that he might be seven or eight, but will he take that? Will he report to Abbotsford? Yeah. Taylor says, I'm missing out on Cobra Kai. I believe you. I believe you. So um, I will see if I can get to it. Sadu, Cobra Kai is a, a good sports show. Pat, I do like Pat Morita. Thank you. Oh, season five just came out? Oh, that means I got to watch four seasons. I don't, I, have no, I don't have time for that. Game might be Fall Guys. Will, the game is Fall Guys. Thank you. You got that from my horrible explanation. KT, what are your thoughts on badminton? I suck at it. That's the one sport that Gail is better than me at. My kids are really good at it. I, simp- I, I like tennis, but I'm no g- I like racquetball, but I never learned how to play badminton properly. Sadu and Taylor talking about Cobra Kai. That's cool. William, when are you announcing the Vesti winner? I think you asked me about that on Sunday night as well. I'm... Finally, I have time to do the draw properly tomorrow. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it on the stream, but I will announce the Vesti winner tomorrow, full stop for sure. Thank you, William. Podge is a dark horse to get 20. I agree, Miyaza. Hopefully, Hughes can get 20. 20 Genos or 20 goals? I think that's 20 goals. 20 Genos? I'm not sure what that means. Hello, Rosario. Nice to see you. McTavish for Calder. He could be. He had a good showing in the juniors, obviously. Sebastian says, I'm looking forward to the season and all the content interaction with you. Thank you. Would you rather have dinner with Boudreaux, Shen, or Hughes? Probably Boudreaux. I think we get along just fine. I think we have the same outlook and I'm close. Uh, I think Quinn Hughes would be interesting, tough to pull from. And Luke Shen, I think, is a great speaker as well. But I think Boudreaux and I would have a great time. Lucas, thank you for the donation. Do the emo boys play Fall Guys? If so, that's good. Yeah, they play a little bit. They play mostly with some some of their like godchildren and stuff. But yes, they have been, they haven't been playing recently. But I know they've tried it for sure. Edmund, um, obviously, this is asked me anything. No, I have never had a pedicure. I, I not that my feet are ticklish. I just don't know if that's that's my thing. KT Badminton. Sorry, I mean for exercise compared to hockey. Think about taking up hockey. 
sorry, I mean for exercise compared to dog. Yeah, no, I think you can work up a good sweat for badminton as well. I just never have because, um, yeah, I suck at it. Oh, goals is, Gino's is goals hockey slang. See, Joshua, I didn't even know that. Thank you for the clarification. And Lucas, I read this, but I'm not sure if I thanked you properly. Thank you for the donation. I appreciate it. Are you going to any of the preseason games? I think I'm going to one of the three that's at Rogers. Rosaria, I don't think it's going to be the first one though. But stay tuned. I may give away a pair here and your prize would not only be two seats in the lower bowl, but sitting with me and Sean. I think we might do that for one of the games, but we are meeting about that later this week. Last few minutes. Carol, do you think Miller and Hughes are going to be back and forth with the points to share? No, I think it's going to be Miller and Petey actually are going to be the two top goal goal scorers for sure. I keep showing these Cobra Kai comments, but I'm not going to read them. Shannon, 80 goals for Petey would be amazing, but the record is 92 by Gretzky in a year. I, I, 80 points for Petey would be great. Sebastian, what is the most difficult part of making content on YouTube? Really, it's it's the difficult thing for me is when it's slow news. I don't want to make a video just for the sake of making a video, just for the sake of being consistent and look like I'm pulling topics out of midair. And for me, I don't like to do clickbaity type stuff either. So those are two of the most difficult things, but um, I still love what I'm doing for sure. Johnny Canuck, Clay, just got back from the summer hiatus. Just want to say your streams make me happy. Love the Canuck content and community thank you johnny that is awesome i love having you here and i'm i'm glad that these do indeed make you happy lucas another five dollar donation let's give some love to lucas what would be your ideal 32 team nhl the hockey okay i won't get into it right now considering i'm gonna wrap up soon but yes one day i will spend some more time talking about that but it would just really be um a revision of a few teams for sure I feel like I should answer it, Lucas, because you donated, but I simply wouldn't have the time to do all that right now, but I appreciate the donations. KT, what do you suggest for best seats? It depends what you like. Some people like to be on the side, but uh, low, near the glass. Some people like to be behind a net. Some people like to be up in the upper bowl and so you can see everything. I like it when I'm on the side about 10 or 12 rows up because then you can better see what's happening. Yeah. Then you're not watching half the game up on the screen because you can't see what's going on. Last few, and then I'm going to wrap up. Yeah, I don't think that Chase Sun's going to make this team this year, but I don't think he's ready to just coach yet. I think maybe he thinks he can still catch on with another team. Taylor, Taekwondo, nice. Hi, T. I have not planned the next meetup yet, but there will be one. If I had to move to another city, I, I like... I like uh, Mesa and Phoenix for sure. Um, I really like Honolulu, but I think that might be a little expensive. And I, I've, Gail and I do like Kelowna as well here in, in BC. Sidhu, oh no, you guys are still talking about Cobra Kai, which is just fine. Miyazo, would you ever do a street hockey meetup like uh, the hockey guy does? Great idea. No, I think my meetup might be more, it looked like I'm copying them too. My meetup might be more like a bowling meetup or I, like I did in the pub a couple times last season. Joshua says, diehard Canucks fan living in Edmonton past eight years. So these streams and other Canuck YouTube content helped me feel like home as I grew up in BC. Thank you, Joshua, for taking the time to watch from Edmonton. I, I agree, Ducks fan. Glass seats are overrated. Shannon, we will try and get you to a game for sure. Okay, friends, 
I think there's a good time to wrap up the 37 minute mark. So I appreciate all of you being here as always. And thank you as I do my usual wrap up and get ready to start clicking on a bunch of things. I always appreciate you being here and I appreciate you taking the time. I'm enjoying this nightly, these nightly content. It's going to be even better once the young star starts going on, once training camp's happening. We can talk about line combinations and deep pairings. But the fact that we're, we're finding stuff to talk about in this first week, I am very grateful. So as I wrap up, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening on the podcast. Shout out to the moderators. Great job once again tonight. I don't think you had to do too much, which is a good thing. Enjoy the break. Members, legendary Lucas Gates, legendary Justin Credible, legendary Andrew Chang, and to Hall of Fame and franchise members, thanks to all of you. Also to my sponsors, Van City Experts Real Estate, Perform and Transform, Personal Training and Weight Loss, Gassy Jack Art, Monkey Nine Brewing, and Vessi. I appreciate all of your um, support as well. Finally, before you go, make sure that you subscribe. If you haven't subscribed already, like this video. If you haven't liked this video already, make sure you hit the like button on your way out. Always appreciate the donations, the new memberships, the new subscriptions. Always appreciate your comments as well. Thank you for helping me build such an engaging, positive, and creative YouTube community. Lastly, um, Carol, thank you for the $5 donation just before we end here. Love the new nightly... Oh, no. Do, do you think Vancouver is going to get 107 points? No. Uh, thank you, Carol, for the compliment. I don't think they're going to get to 107. I expect them to get 98 or 99, which would get them third place or the wild card. That's what I think is going to happen. So thanks, Carol, for that donation. And we'll end with this. Chris, love the new nightly streams. Keep them coming. I hope everyone enjoys them as much as I do. So if you enjoy them as much as Chris does, make sure you put that in the comments or show me a like and then I know you like what is happening. Okay, friends, for sure. Thanks again for being here. Tomorrow night, double dose. Canucks after dark at 10. And then my stream right after it at 11. And don't forget, you can always watch this back or listen to it on your favorite podcast platform tomorrow morning. I got to get going. So as always, stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves, and take care of each other. And do you know what the rule the first rule of the passive aggressive club is? You know what? Never mind. Forget it. God bless and go Canucks go. Booyah.